Your story might be the very thing someone needs to hear in order to keep going. Hi, I'm Shara, and you're listening to Life Stories. Hi, friends. If you do your own podcast, how many times do you have to redo it before you actually finish an episode? I'm just curious. Is it just me that doesn't like how it starts out and then starts over, over and over again? Sometimes I can get through quickly without any problems. And I think I've started over five times already today. Anyway, you really didn't need that information. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to my daughter today because I love her so much. So a couple of episodes ago, I talked about concerts and what concerts I've been to that I loved and who I'd like to go see. And she listens to my podcast, which is amazing in and of itself, not because she's not an awesome person, but you know, who wants to listen to their mom's podcast? <laughs> but she does. And she heard me say that I wanted to go to Thomas Rhett. And so she's taking me for my birthday this summer. Super, super excited. My husband is excited because he doesn't have to go. Her husband is excited because he doesn't have to go, but it will be fun. I told her, you know, my bedtime is about nine o'clock and I'll stay up late for a concert you know, or something fun, but usually I'm in bed by nine and I said, okay, you understand I'm going to have to spend the night with you because I can't drive home that late. She said, yes, I know. Anyway, it's going to be fun and I'm super excited about that. So are you a reader? Do you like to read? I love to read. I think I have had a library card to every local library I've been since I was a kid, except for one time, which was when Aaron was in PT school and maybe I had one then I don't remember I just know my kids were very young and I was very busy and stressed and I, I don't remember reading during that time but I think that's the only time in my life I've not had a library card and I still buy books on Amazon or um, I buy them at Target or wherever I love a used bookstore love used bookstores but I, I love to read and I love having a book in my hand. I have a Kindle app on my iPad, but I just prefer having an actual book in my hand. I just love it. And I love libraries so much. I think they're just so vital to our communities. There's so many free activities that they offer for families. And But I love to read. And I was going to talk today about some of my favorite authors and people that I've met and would like to meet. But also I wanted to just tell you why it's important to read. There's so many health benefits of reading. And I know my husband is just rolling his eyes right now because he can't stand to read. I don't think he liked reading before he went into physical therapy school, but that just ruined him because he had to read. He was forced to read way too much information. It was not enjoyable. And I think that just, you know, shut down any love for reading that he that he possibly had. But here's just a few benefits of reading books. And I got this off healthline.com. It strengthens your brain. It increases empathy. It builds vocabulary. It prevents cognitive decline. It reduces stress. It aids sleep. It alleviates depression and it lengthens your lifespan. I mean, that's pretty good benefits for something that's, you know, you're not putting in your body, not some kind of medication or drug or something. It, those are great benefits to reading books. I mostly like to read fiction. 
And one of my favorite things to do in this life, I, I mean, I don't think people realize how much I love this, but when, when I have different friends that will text me, sometimes out of the blue, sometimes I haven't talked to them for a while, and then my friend Amy has been reading just like crazy, so she, I hear from her a lot. But when my friends will text me and say, hey, I need a good book to read, or I need the name of a book, or I'm going on vacation, can you send me a list? I mean, I love doing that. I love it. Last week, a woman that works with my husband told him or asked him to text me to send her a list of books to read because she needed some new books. I love doing that. I mean, that's like, that's like my favorite thing in the world. If I could get paid to read books, oh my gosh, I'd be a millionaire right now. I'd love it. I love to read. I love fiction mostly. I do love biographies because I love listening to people talk about their lives. I love, I mean, that was the point of this podcast was to share people's stories. In fiction books, you know, they're not real people, but it is stories about people's lives, I guess. There are several authors that I just love. And what I do is, like, if I go to the library, I use the Goodreads app and I keep track of books that I've read and then I keep track of ones that I want to read. And so I'll go through my Goodreads list and look for books that I haven't read yet that I've been wanting to read. Or I'll go to the new book section and see what's available. And if I can't find anything in either of those two places, then I just peruse the aisle and I just go up and down and look and, you know, pick something up. I will read the summary a little bit. I'll start reading the book. Like if I can't, if I'm not interested in the first few pages, then I'm not going to check the book out. Whenever I worked in the library of an elementary school, I read a lot of those kids' books because I wanted to know what they were reading. And man, I fell in love with kids' books there. There's some great children's authors right now. And I loved reading those books. But if I started reading a book I didn't like, I would just put it up. I wouldn't finish it. But I would never tell the kids that. <laughs> oh, their teachers would not be happy with me if I told them, if you don't like that, just put it up. I'd have been in big trouble. But I, I do... Like, I have to be hooked in the first few pages or I'm just not interested in the book and I'm not going to waste my time on it. It doesn't mean it's a bad book, but if it doesn't interest me, I'm not going to continue reading. You know, I, I have so much respect for authors because I've written five books and they're all small. Like, four of them are kids' books and they're very, very short. The longest one I did was about our journey with autism and I'll... I'm thankful that I did it. I wish I had done a few things differently with it, but I'm thankful that I did it. But it was a lot of work, and it's not a very big book. These authors who can write, you know, 100,000 words at a time, oh my gosh, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. I guess once you start, maybe you get into a groove and you, you know, it becomes easier as you go along, but it's a lot of work. Have you ever sat down and tried to write a book? It's hard. It's really hard. Anyway, I have a lot of respect for authors. My favorite book is Redeeming Love. And so when whenever women ask me for recommendations for a book, I always tell them first Redeeming Love. Francine Rivers wrote that, and I was able to meet her actually several years ago. She came to Dallas for some kind of thing with some other authors, and a friend of mine and I went. And I got to meet her and have her sign my copy of Redeeming Love, which I've read I don't know how many times I've read that book. Redeeming Love is a novel and it's based on, it's a fictional story based on the book of Hosea in the Bible. It's such a beautiful story. 
And I know the movie is out. I haven't watched it because I'm afraid I'll be disappointed. Because I loved the book so much. And then the second book that I recommend to everybody is by Catherine Ray. R-E-A-Y. She is absolutely one of my favorite authors. In fact, I own every book that she has written. (laughs) They're all on my bookshelf except for one, which my daughter has right now. I just love her writing. It keeps me interested. Her stories are great. The second book that I recommend to people is Dear Mr. Knightley by Catherine Ray. And it is, oh my gosh, it's such a great book. It's just a great story. And um, that's the one my daughter has right now. That's always what I recommend to women when they're looking for new books. There are lots of other authors that I love that I've just come to know in the last couple of years, but Catherine Ray is someone I want to meet. She lives up north somewhere, and she doesn't do book tours very far out from where she lives. And so I told my friend, I said, I would love to meet her, but she just doesn't come down here. And she said, well, you need to go to her. So... The next time she has a book tour, I might have to take a road trip just so I can go meet her because I just have so much admiration for her. I love her stories. She's a big Jane Austen fan, and so in most of her novels, there there are Jane Austen influences throughout her books. Definitely Dear Mr. Knightley. She's just great. She's just a great author. Kristen Harmel is someone that I've learned about in the last year, and so I've read several of her books She has written a book called The Book of Lost Names. It's historical fiction. So beautiful. One of the best books I've ever read. I just absolutely loved it. And then she also wrote, she's written a bunch of books, but I have read The Sweetness of Forgetting, which was a great book also. Just such a sweet story. My daughter read that one. She said, okay, I want to start reading, but I'm not going to be like you. (laughs) I said, okay. I am a little bit of a crazy reader, but I go through these seasons where I want to read all the time. Like I can't read enough. And then I just don't read anything. Like I've been the last couple of months, I've not really read much of anything, but I'm kind of getting back into that now because I went to the library on Friday and got me some new books. Yeah. Kristen Harmel is awesome. Kristen Hannah. I loved The Great Alone. That was my favorite book of hers. The Nightingale was great too, but I loved The Great Alone. And who else? Lucinda Riley. So here's my Lucinda Riley story. I learned about her books when I was in a book club several years ago. And she, I don't know how many books she has, but we began reading the Seven Sisters series. Those books are really big, like, you know, 400 pages, 500 pages, which doesn't affect, I mean, that doesn't intimidate me at all. They're very creative incredible stories just so creative so the beginning of the first book you learn that there's this very wealthy man that adopted seven girls from all over the world but the seventh sister is missing so in the first book there you know you know about the six sisters and then the father passes away and before he passed away he had written each of them a letter that explained where they were from or where they should start looking to find their heritage, to find their, you know, their family and where they were from. So every book is about a different sister. So the last book I read in 2021, we went to Nashville for vacation and I, anytime we go on vacation, I always get books before I go and I save them for my vacation because my idea of a vacation is going to the beach or going to the pool 
staying in the sun all day long and reading a book. I mean, we've been on vacation before where I've brought five books to read for five days and I've read all five of them. Like, that's just vacation to me. I love it. Love it. So I bought the seventh book in that series. And if you're a reader, you know how much willpower it takes to, you know, if you've got a book that you really want to read and you have to wait. (laughs) So I didn't do it too early, but I bought it, put it in the suitcase and I waited. And so I read the book on vacation and it was a great book, but I had hoped that last book would give me answers to a lot of questions that I had. Like, In every book, it kind of seemed like the dad is still alive, even though he supposedly died. They never found a body. In every book, there's like these little hints that maybe he's still alive. And so I thought the seventh book would explain all of that. And it didn't. It gave me more questions. So I was a little disappointed. But, I mean, the book was excellent. I loved it. At the end of the book, it said there would be another book coming out in this year. I think it comes out in May. And... It was going to explain, you know, all the things that I and everybody else that had read the books were wondering about. This is not a lie. Three days after I finished reading that book, we came home and the author passed away. And apparently she had been sick and, you know, people didn't know. I think her family knew, but that was it. And so it was very heartbreaking. I I mean, that's, you know, terrible that she had been sick and passed away. And I told a friend of mine that, had been reading her books also in the book club. I said, look, I don't want to be disrespectful, but are we ever going to know what happens? (laughs) Are we ever going to know the truth about this story? Because she's not here to write it. And so I guess I was not the only person that felt that way because I found articles online before she passed away. She had been working with her son to finish writing this last book. And so I think he was going to finish it. And that's what's coming out in May. So I can't wait to read the book. I'm hoping all of my questions will be answered. In fact, I need to get online and pre-order it. But that's a great series. You know, anytime anybody needs a good recommendation for book, please just let me know because I can give you lots, lots and lots. And even my nieces, you know, when my older two nieces were little, I would talk about books with them and I have another niece, but she and I have been talking about books. And so that was really, that's always fun to me because there are some great, great kids books. Kimberly Willis Holt is an incredible children's author and she's from Texas and I've met her before. She did a writing workshop several years ago in in Dallas and I drove to meet her. So sweet, but she's got some great books. Dear Hank Williams is one of my favorites of hers. I guess I just really love books that are compiled of letters because Dear Mr. Knightley is all letters. The entire book is letters. And so is Dear Hank Williams. (laughs) So maybe I just, I mean, I did love writing letters. I do love writing letters. It's just been a while since I've written any, but that's funny. I just realized that. Anyway, Kimberly Willis Holt, excellent, excellent kids author. One of my favorite kids books that I recommend to everybody, and I guess it's like a third or fourth grade level book, is Wish by Barbara O'Connor. It is such a precious story, and I bought it. I bought it for the library when I was working in the school, and then I went and told all the reading teachers about this book because it was so sweet. And this is not what it says on the cover or the summary, but this is what it's about. It's about grace. It's about loving, unlovable people. And it's 
it's, you know, a children's book, but it's such a sweet story. I bought a copy for myself, like it's on my bookshelf right now because it's just such a great story. Um, Gordon Corman, I loved his kids books and he has one called restart. And that was a great book about bullying. And after I read it, I went and told the fifth grade reading teachers about it because it's a, it's a good story. It's a really good story. So if you've got a fifth grader ish, that's a great book about bullying. And one thing that I have, gosh, since I've had email, one thing that I like to do, and I like to do this before I wrote books for a reason. If I read a good book, now it's very easy to find somebody on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or something. If I read a good book, I will look for the author and I'll send them a message or send them an email and tell them how much I loved the book and why I liked it. Because before I wrote books, I did that because I thought if I ever write a book, I want people to to let me know if they liked it. When somebody will let me know, hey, I read your book and it was really helpful or whatever, it makes me very happy. The, the book that I wrote about autism, I did it for parents or caregivers or whoever has a child that is just getting an autism diagnosis. And I did it just to explain what I had to go through, you know, through the school system and through everything else. And it doesn't mean your story is going to be my story, but... If I'm going to go through something difficult, I want to talk to somebody that's already been through it and survived. I want to know how they got through it. And I want to know something encouraging that will help me as I'm walking this journey. And so that's why I wrote that book. And honestly, that one, I've gotten so many, not compliments on the book, but so many people have told me how much it has helped them or it's helped a friend or I've had a lot of people that I know order it for someone else that they, you know, that they knew it would help. That makes me feel so good because that's why I did it. That's the only reason I did it. I wanted to be able to help and I, I'm very thankful that I've been able to do that. But here's my encouragement for you today. If you've ever read a book or a short story or a magazine article or something, if you've ever read something that has been encouraging to you, that has made you smile, that has, you know, brought you joy when you were sad or frustrated or having a hard time. If you've ever read anything that's been difficult for you, I encourage you right now or today to look up that author and send them a quick note and just tell them, you know what, this book really helped me. I was going through a hard time and this gave me wisdom. This really helped me out. Or Maybe it's a fictional book. I laughed so hard when I read your book. I needed to smile. I needed to laugh. So thank you. It would be such an encouragement to an author if you would do that. I know it sounds like a little thing. It doesn't sound like it's a big deal. But I promise you to anyone that has written a book, it is a very big deal. Even if you're one of millions of people that have done it, it doesn't matter. I encourage you to do that today. You will brighten that author's day, I promise. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening.